Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you've been enjoying our live episodes, why not come see a live recording of Drunk Women Solving Crime? Our next shows of 2019 are at the Pleasance Theatre London on Sunday, February 24th, with guests Helen Lederer and Beck Hill, and Thursday, April 25th, with Desiree Birch and Zoe Lyons. Tickets available at pleasance.co.uk. We also have a special show at the Vault Festival for International Women's Day on Friday, March 8th, with YouTube star, sex educator, and author, Hannah Witten, with 100% of the proceeds going to Child.org's Team Mum campaign. You can find more info and buy tickets at vaultfestival.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime... Get your trousers off, love. So she had opinions and she liked to travel. What a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, isn't it funny how I pretend not to know anything? (laughs) Fraud, shoplifting, looting, embezzlement. Nice. Or what I call a Thursday. (laughs) Human bat, human bat, human bat. Women solving crime. Hello, this 
this is drunken solving crime and I've got a cork in my mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a cork. That is a cork. <laughs> Not a... Um, <laughs> and a mouth. <laughs> I can't even see how that could be misconstrued. <laughs> is this a first or a second record? No one will ever know. You decide. I am so excited to introduce our guest for this episode is the fantastic Jenny Ryan. What a welcome. <laughs> Jenny is also known as the Vixen from ITV's hit quiz show, The Chase. That I am. Yes, yes, the chase. Now, I've also learned from Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a lot of lies on that. another nickname, which I was not aware of, yeah. the Bolton Brainiac. Yeah. Ooh. Which of these do you prefer, Jenny? Um, see, uh, the Bolton Brainiac is, it's nice and accurate because I'm from Bolton uh-huh. and I use my brain. Um, <laughs> a lot of people complain about me being called the vixen because I'm called the vixen because vixens are cunning, they're clever um, and I've got a lot of red hair so it kind of looks like mm. a, the brush of a, of a fox. I like mm. it. And um, a lot of people on Twitter complain and say, oh, vixens are supposed to be hot. I'm like, what, you're supposed to fancy female foxes? <laughs> no, that's not what this is. I mean, we've all watched Robin Hood, the Disney version. <laughs> And to be honest, Robin would get it. (laughs) Let's be perfectly honest. But it's not a standard that that vixens are supposed to be sexist. Vixens are cunning, sly, clever and ginger. And also, there's nothing not sexy about all those things. Yeah, there we go. Also, Also, I'm going to call it, there's nothing not sexy about you. Yeah. 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 I'm coming there too. You're super hot. Yeah, hey guys, I think we can start this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, objectifying our guests. I didn't, I didn't mean That's to take really... it this way. I apologize. We're really good feminists, and we really fancy you. Yeah, yeah. That you are the hottest oh. woman on ITV. I've said it. I've called it. I'm sorry. Also, take that, Holly Willoughby. <laughs> Bolton Brainiac. I feel like that's an like, alliteration. Yeah. So it's got that edge. Yeah. I feel like you take the Vixen home and you wake up with a Bolton Brainiac. <laughs> that made that sense was very hopeful, wasn't it? <laughs> that made sense in my head. I feel like you've made it if you have a nickname you that sounds positive nicknames. with your hometown in it. Because I know that if somebody came up with a nickname for me with my hometown, like it would not be a positive thing. So well done. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's like, your hometown? Can Freeport, we play? like the Freeport freak. Like I just wouldn't be. And I'd, surely, I'd be proud of that. And you've come, I'm sure you've come at it well because there's probably some poor bastards from Bolton that do not have such nice nicknames. Like, there, for instance, I thought of like the Bolton butt plug just popped into my there head. Is, there is an actor called Bernard Wrigley who is known as the Bolton Bullfrog oh. because he has that kind of that kind of voice. That kind of voice. Yeah. He like ribbits. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's a good name though. Bol- no, the Bolton Bullfrog. It, it's, it's reliable. The Bolton Bitcoin investor. I have a whole list of them, but let's carry <laughs> oh, on. No, that is harsh. <laughs> Katie. Well, that guy's a millionaire now, the Bolton Bitcoin investor. <laughs> or is he? <laughs> Katie, <laughs> Hannah, hi. Hey. <laughs> good. And just a quick plug for, uh, we've had some Prosecco donated yeah. finally. Yeah. Our drink of choice, and it's called Princess Prosecco because we are princesses, if nothing we, else. I am living Princess my dream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And 
I should mention that it's vegan, gluten free, and dairy free, but it's oh, just delicious. So thank you very much for the donation, Princess P. Yeah. Um, and also just a quick reminder, sorry to nag you guys, but please follow us on social media and for goodness sake, review us on iTunes if you like us. Yeah, only if you like us. That's not a nag, that's a treat for them to do that. <laughs> Isn't it a treat to fill up all those stars? Yeah. Like when you go and you're like, one, two, three, four, five. It just feels so good. Five stars. I love the podcast. They're a yeah. little bit arrogant, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we can write that if you like. I'll, we'll take it. As long as you get the five stars. Yeah. yeah. Give a shit. You can write whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. fact, bring it. Yeah. That's your challenge. <laughs> the Freetown Freak or what? Where do you live? Where do you come from? Freeport. Freeport. Beat that. Mm. Come they used up to call with me Tractor Taylor. Tractor Taylor. Tractor Taylor. I Is mean, it because you're really not... slow? <laughs> <laughs> she holds up traffic everywhere. Blocking Wait. country lanes. New challenge. New challenge. Give us five stars. Come up with a nickname for us. We will read the best ones out loud. Ooh. And by best uh, ones, we're being least insulting. Any. My or, God. Or any. Almost insulting. <laughs> Most of the... <laughs> This is going to be like five stars dipshits. <laughs> so excited. Oh, by the way, our favourite one is there was this review on iTunes where somebody put, uh, what was it? It was like, it's not ideal to play in my taxi, but it gets played anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. I love the person that plays this shit in their taxi. Yes. Respect to you, sir or madam. We do not know, but we are very happy that you listen. That, that would be a five star Uber rating for me. Oh, yes. Yay. Yeah. Five stars all round. Even though I said Bolton butt plug, that's nice. <laughs> that's generous. I will, I'll take it. All right. Hard work. Jenny, I regret, I regret making some sort of comment about who you take home and who you wake up with. I, I, you know, I think I was thinking <laughs> no about Notting Hill for some reason, which is a shit film. Let's get down to the meat of this. Jenny, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, Bolton is not a crime-free town. Is it not? No, what? sadly not. Sadly not. I've, I've never I've, been you know, you're very welcome to come and visit and be <laughs> disappointed. Although I'm not sure what Freeport's like, so it might be comparable. <laughs> it is, really. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of... Twinned civic, with Bolton. A lot of civic pride, but I mean, we we had our fair share of, of, of burglaries when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, Did your house get burgled? Oh, several times. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we until I was sort of 15, we lived in a slightly ropey area of right. town and um it was quite easy to jump over the back wall through the yard Ooh. and jemmy open the back window and i remember my my brand new game boy went <gasps> oh. yeah oh a tetris yeah. was something that was never ever put down oh, kirby I used oh to love yeah tetris. oh this was the days before pokemon i mean if pokemon had come out while i was oh. i was still at school <laughs> then there would have been there would have been no bolton brainiac i don't <laughs> I mean, at least Pokemon oh, Go gets you out and about. <laughs> um, but the, the worst burglary, I have such vivid memories of it. It was late November. It must have been the last weekend in November in 1999. Ooh. We'd moved to a nice street uh, in an area called Horwich, but we're not in the middle of Horwich. So it's it's kind of a slightly rural bit between the centre of Bolton and, and this outlying sort of villagey bit. Oh, okay. And... We lived in a three-story house. So there was the kitchen and living room on the ground floor. 
our context is I was 17 and I was doing my A-levels. Yeah. It's kind of a weird topsy-turvy house in that the kitchen, where you came into the kitchen from the street and then the living room was on the other side of the house. Right. And that went onto a field that was like on the side of a hill. So there was there was nothing on the other side of it. Ah. It was really kind of countrified. The next floor up, I have my bedroom. There was a little bathroom. Um, and I'd been um, studying because, you know, A-levels. I was studying A-level philosophy at the time. Oh, really? Um, and I'd been <laughs> typing up. I had a, a, an old laptop. It was pretty antiquated, but all my notes were on there. Oh, so I, I was typing up all my notes on uh, the Communist Manifesto, ah. compare and contrast with uh, <laughs> utilitarianism as as put forward by John Stuart Mill oh, in On Liberty. Oh, very nice. I understood uh, all endless, of that. Endless, endless. Oh. I did. <laughs> Endless notes. I'd, I'd put them all, I'd just save them onto the laptop. And then upstairs was, um, it was open plan. It was my mum's bedroom and way, a big do... bathroom with a big bath in it. So I love the thing. idea that the laptop never got stolen and you were just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry, carry There's on. There's a story. So at this time as well, I was working in a record shop. Oh. Um, and it was a Sunday... And I would have finished work at about quarter to six because we've closed the shop at five and then you put out all the new, you'd rearrange the charts and then you put all the new stock out. It's very exciting. And that weekend I'd got paid and I had bought Uh the, it was a limited edition version (gasps) of the Beastie Boys anthology. So it's (gasps) like a three CD set. Oh my God, I remember that. Yes. It was was like black and white packaging. Priceless. Priceless. It was, it was, and it was, it was not cheap. When you're 17 and you're saving up your pennies, it was was excellent. So I went home, Uh, my mum had done Sunday lunch, my auntie had come round, um, and the rules were that if you were washing up, you got to put whatever you wanted on the CD player. If you're in, if you're in charge in the kitchen, so all the the food had been done, I was like, I'm going to wash up, then I'm going to go upstairs, I'm going to do a bit more work, I'm going to have a bath. On the top floor, this is my plan. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put Beastie Boys on. This is gonna be amazing. I'm gonna wash the I was, shit I was, out of those dishes. <laughs> so I, I saw my auntie off the premises. What you want? What you want? Close the door. I was in the kitchen, which is like the street facing room. Put my music on on the little on the little hi fi in the corner. Hi fi. Um, oh. Was blasting out some Beastie Boys just <laughs> loud enough that I wasn't disturbing my mum watching the uh, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> I was blasting it out, but not. My mum was, my mum, my mum was blasting out antiques. Really <laughs> respectful blasting. Oh, songs of praise, mate. Come on. Um, and then I thought I'll go. I'll do a bit more. Oh, no, I'm going to go and have a bath. I'm going to treat myself. So at this point, the kitchen is empty at the front of the house. The the first floor. But locked, right? I've I, I've got I've got out my clothes. I've got my dressing gown, and I'm wandering up and down between the two floors. Um. The front door's locked. I've seen my auntie off the premises, closed the door behind her. I remember closing the door because I pulled a face at her through the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we had a very sort of abusive relationship. <laughs> yeah, it was all it was all face pulling. Um, and so I was I was wandering, basically unclothed between the first and second floors. Ran my bath, came back down, went back upstairs. At some point during this period, yeah. somebody has no. broken in. Fuck. While my parents are in the living room oh watching Antiques Roadshow. Very yeah. high volume Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> it must have been. Yeah. 
and um, I was I was sort of semi naked between two floors Jeez. upstairs. So I come back out of the bath. Where's my laptop? Oh. That's weird. All my notes on it. Shit. Two years worth of notes. No. And I went downstairs and there were quite a few things missing from the <gasps> kitchen, including the CD player. So oh. Including the CD with the CD in it. So I had I had an incomplete Beastie Boys. <laughs> Limited edition. Complete anthology. Ugh. But somebody must have known to be able to go upstairs. Mm, yeah. The only way you could see that there was a laptop mm. in the first floor room. I was playing detective at this point. Yeah. House across the street was having work done on it. Scaffolding. Oh. oh. I thought someone was working on I mean, a roof across the road and seen that oh, there was valuables yeah. in that front room. Is anyone else just thinking it was definitely the aunt? <laughs> She left she just didn't, before the robbery. She didn't, she didn't have a key, so she was she was very so accomplished at, at, at getting in. Was there smashed glass? How did they the get in? We don't really know. We can't figure out how they got in. There was no smashed oh, glass. So and, they, and I had closed the door. I remember distinctly yeah. closing the door properly. And could anyone... They were very strong because laptops in 99 weighed yeah. 400 Yeah, pounds. and the amount of data that was on there, my notes, they, they weighed it down. That hard drive was like, heavy. Wow. But I remember distinctly, and my auntie had also, the cheek corroborated that, that I'd... clicked it. That I'd clicked yeah, it. Yeah, she fucking would, wouldn't she? <laughs> Vic, if you are listening, you are now prime suspect in a 20-year-old case. <laughs> I'm sure the police will reopen Did the file she... immediately. <laughs> Did Aunt Vic go on to be a Marxist scholar by any chance? <laughs> Jenny, thank you for sharing that. I hope it wasn't too traumatic to relive. I feel like I've unloaded a, a story you know, that's stashed away for a long time. All the way yeah. through, I was thinking, if you're doing the washing up and then you're going to have a bath, just take the washing up in the bath. <laughs> is that not it's logical? Up what is your life, Hannah? <laughs> It's just, a long way up. Logically, yeah. that's what I do. I think that's a like, Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, oh my well, god! Kramer decides to be more efficient, so he starts washing all the food oh, shit. Am in I, am the I shower. Kramer? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh no! Yes, Uh-oh. you're racist and irrelevant. Um, <laughs> Burn. Well, if anyone's I mean, kept up with Michael Richards, I really hope they have, because otherwise Taylor's just saying something about me. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't realize I was so upset about it. I should be <laughs> directing that towards Liam Neeson and being a little bit more oh, modern. Yeah. Um, so Jenny, one thing we always ask is if you could face the perpetrator, whoever it was who snuck into your house, you know, decided that what was yours was theirs. Mm. Basically, what would you, you call say your aunt do? right now? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to phone after. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have it here right now. I would say, you know what? That was that was shabby friend because you've you've taken some some property which is it's it's rapidly lost value it's like <laughs> it's like when you buy a brand new car it's it's lost so much of its value by driving it off the forecourt and i hope you can rap now friend and i hope you understand yeah. communism <laughs> cheers, cheers. cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, all ladies, let's no, men do... Men love us. <laughs> <laughs> she said and then laughed. <laughs> we have so many male listeners, which makes me happy because it's always like, if yeah. women make content, then only... Anyway, let's yeah, not do this. And also, like, men say they like us so that women will sleep with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
You know what? If and because I, they like us. If we're enough to get somebody into bed, then <laughs> happy to provide that service. You guys, this is the case of the murder of Julia Martha Thomas. Okay. Now, I felt like because we're in the presence of quizzing greatness, British quizzing, I sort of wanted to quietly keep tabs on like who is doing better in the quiz because this is sort of a loose quiz format. Okay. But I'm going to keep it under wraps and then maybe we'll see who's the winner. It depends how much of this Prosecco I drink. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, can two drunk women beat the vixen? Let's <laughs> play. I'm going to bet and say no. Yeah, I mean, I'm already absolutely not. I don't... <laughs> I will still try. We're a team, Katie. But, like... Spoiler, I don't have a pen, so I can't write down the, She's uh, got the drop on us. I'm not going to be able to keep score, but... Okay, you guys, in the summer of 2011... Oh. Oh. The skull of a murdered woman called Julia Martha Thomas was discovered in the garden of one of the most famous residents of the London borough of Richmond-upon-Thames. Wow. Without any hints, any guesses as to who this resident was. A living resident. Living resident. Oh, right. Still living. Um, Shall I hint you? Yeah. Yeah. This Man is a natural historian and English broadcaster. <gasps> no, David Attenborough. I'm feeling I yes. know who it is. I'm murdered. Oh my goodness. Katie Wilkins is correct. Sir David Attenborough. There's a skull found in his garden. There was a skull found was in his garden. Was it definitely nothing to do with him? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, everyone's got to have a dark side we, and he is so lovable. She used one straw too many and killed killed a fish. <laughs> that she be, had to die. That would be such a great end for Attenborough. Like, I love oh, him. No. He's such a national treasure. But we if he love just him. killed a woman and left a skull in his garden. <laughs> and then was like, it's not me. I love dolphins. I wish I could do his voice, but I can't. Like, I don't one. think I can do his voice. <laughs> but there is just that thing where you... If that you one the, pauses... That murder was for the polar bears. <laughs> it turns out you can't. But. Turns, out I, turns out I can at all. Uh, that was my follow-up question. It's a quiz question about him, but we'll jump to that. Um, was David Attenborough a suspect in this crime? Well, I mean, actually, he should have been if the police were doing depends their how job. Old the skull was though. until they yeah, until they I mean, knew, But I mean, he's pretty old. Until they. <laughs> Yes. How long has he lived there? <laughs> Luckily, Attenborough was not a suspect because the skull was so old. Um, okay. The murder of Julia Martha Thomas was one of the most notorious crimes of the late 19th century. Ooh. The Victorian era. Um, fun fact, when I'm not sure when something took place in the UK, I either say medieval times, if it's yeah. really, really old, or a Victorian era. There's just two eras. <laughs> There's not much in between, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened. So quiz question. Ooh. Which of the following words was considered obscene during the Victorian era? Ooh. Leg... Bull or trousers? Oh, trousers and bull was considered obscene. I don't think Taylor knows what trousers are. <laughs> trousers. <laughs> you, pantaloons, the French, you weren't, pants was rude. And the Victorians, it was gauche and um, rude to shorten it to pants. They didn't like to say that. Is that why you don't say pants? I think so. Oh, I like this. Um, you call them breeches and stuff like that. You didn't wear... Yeah. You didn't wear... 
trousers or pants or anything like it was it they, you had specific kinds yeah didn't you? and i and i can't help when i think victorian for some reason i always go to cockney <laughs> yeah trousers <laughs> get your trousers off love yeah yeah filthy when you've got to be rhyming slang i go immediately danny dyer wowzers trousers wowzers trousers katie very good any advance on that jenny Probably all of them because well, Victorians thought everything was filth. They were, oh, were they, they were, all over it? Yeah, because yeah. Bull was a virile, like, and in fact, I read this thing a while ago, just not anything to do with this case. I had to do a quiz for kids for my book, but I couldn't use it. I couldn't use this one because it's rude. I don't want to say sex stuff in front of kids. Sure. But like Bull was considered um, sexual so victorians would say um, male cow they wouldn't say bull wow. That's because adorable. bull conjured up too much <laughs> that is, so is that cute. what you were gonna say in your yes. thing jenny you called it trick question they were all considered wow. obscene but well done that's Nelly. nice what that's was, great also oh. i really feel like you could reel in more kids if you just <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, I would have paid attention to fucking history if somebody <laughs> was like, dirty word, coming up. Yes, they were all considered obscene. Bull, Katie, spot on, was associated Filth. with male fertility, so people called it uh, cow brute, gentleman cow. <laughs> 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 gentleman cow! Gentleman's got a little and, and a top hat. Yes. Yeah. And top cow. Wow. Top, top cow. Oh, the most incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gentleman cow is so oh, sweet. So, that yeah. is the cutest. Yeah. I quite like that. I mean, it definitely takes a lady out a few times before he tries to mount her, doesn't he? <laughs> He's a gentleman cow. I'm no top cow. I'm a gentleman cow. <laughs> I don't want to eat that cow. He's too nice. He's got Let a fedora him go free and, everything. and be polite to the other cows. <laughs> Trousers was the one that shocked me because as an American, that sounds so formal and like only my grandpa would say trousers. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, so for that to be dirty is just, it's just a puritanical step too like far. it's like the shortening of pantaloons to pants was okay. like a, a big a deadly deal. sin. Yeah. So apparently trousers were called inexpressibles. Oh my <laughs> God. Nether garments or sit down upons. No, that's insane. Sit down upons, which also sounds like what the Victorians would have called the poor. Like, (laughs) yeah, they were such hypocrites. Sit down upons is amazing. Sit down upons is amazing. I want to start a hipster band called the Sit Down Upons. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) they would definitely get gigs around Shoreditch. Yeah, they would. So a bit more about Julia. She was a former school teacher, and as the Daily Telegraph is quick to point out, a twice-widowed woman. Oh, well, we need to know that. She's been around the block. Well, yeah. you know, still a little bit Victorian. She's seen themselves. a few pairs of trousers in her teeth. <laughs> How dare you? And <laughs> she's seen at least four legs, and, and probably some bulls. <laughs> Gentlemen cows. They were both gentlemen cows. <laughs> um, so since the death of her second husband in 1873, she had lived on her own. Oh, the scandal. Oh, At the number two, worst. Mayfield Cottages in Park Road in Richmond. And she happened to live near a pub called The Hole in the Wall, which would later become the site of David Attenborough's home. So when he pub dug up well he had dug up the ground i don't th- i don't know if any of the original oh. foundation is there i like to think it is yeah, but I like, i'd like to think it's the same i mean i bet it's grade two listed so what was he doing digging that up <laughs> 
Dave, what? that's what we need to talk about is the I mean, planning regulations. Distracting <laughs> us with the straws, but... Uh, yeah, maybe not the, the murder. Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> so Julia was described... I love these old cases because there's quotes from people that describe how they looked and it's just never flattering. Um, she was described by her doctor as a small, well-dressed woman. You're like, fair enough. Nice. Um, I just wanted to ask you, how do you think your doctor would describe you <laughs> if they were just being honest, like, and they didn't have... A slight hypochondriac. Nice. <laughs> Who should probably brush her hair before she comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a tall, un- unwell-dressed woman. <laughs> like, the exact opposite of this murder victim, which is a great, a great thing, I think. I, I feel safe. Jenny, how would your doctor describe you? Um, yeah, slight hypochondriac needs to brush the hair more. <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much the same thing. You guys, yep. you have the same GP surgery. Disappointing <laughs> medicine. No, I think that's most GPs would describe anybody as un- unkempt and uh, overreacts to smallest things. <laughs> Wouldn't that be true. awful if your doctor diagnosed you as unkempt? <laughs> Terminally unkempt. <laughs> When I was a therapist, we were trained to describe people because that's a sign of depression and other disorders that you have to describe how people are are groomed. So you make a point of saying well-groomed. But I felt so bad when I'd be like, (laughs) ill-groomed. I just felt, yeah. And it's important. Okay, do you mean now? How am I? (laughs) Hot. Thank you. Smoking hot. But also sociopaths or psychopaths, I forget which one, they dress super good. Like, they're all about, like, good suits looking amazing all the time. Um, with the high, like, I've got, I'm drunk. I've got, quite, <laughs> I've got quite used to being on set and somebody following me around. Two people, at least, yeah. following me around. Someone is rolling bits of lint and invisible fluff off oh, my dress. Wow. And, like, pulling down my underskirt so it all sits smoothly. Ah. And someone checking my hair and checking my makeup. So it's real life. It's a real struggle for me. <laughs> It's 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 hard, you know. I would be described as as uh, probably uh, ill kempt. Well, that's like my OCD personified. Like if you gave it human form, it would just be like a lint brush on me all the time. <laughs> Nightmare. Okay, so notably, Julia was not wealthy, but lower middle class. <gasps> the shame, she's and she was considered. Yeah, she cannot afford price. to be single. No, that is a crime. And she was considered temperamental and eccentric by her neighbours, yes. often disappearing mm. for months at a time. That, that's how my neighbours do describe her. <laughs> yes. Eccentric, temperamental, and yeah, disappears. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's yeah. like, in modern terms, it's like, so she had opinions and she liked to travel. What a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like shitty neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> and so much credit. Anyway, her desire to employ a live-in domestic servant was likely born out of a desire to appear more prosperous than okay. she was. Yeah, fair enough. So the theory goes, and she had difficulty keeping anyone hired because she was a harsh employer. Enter Kate Webster. Uh, uh. <laughs> that is the name of a villain if ever I heard one. Yeah. Where is Kate Webster from? Coronation Street. Yes. <laughs> She's probably from like Woking. Oh, yeah. 
Staines. Is she from Staines? She's not from the United <gasps> Kingdom. Okay, but Webster. she's not far away. Where Irish. She she's definitely oh, Irish. Irish. Oh, that's that's even worse. That's even worse. Speaking speaking <laughs> as a, as a member of uh, the Irish contingent, she's bad news. I bet she was a ginger. Bad news, Kate Webster. Kate she? was born. I actually don't know if she was. We need to know. Sure. We need to find yeah. her doctor. Let's <laughs> Kate Webster sounds like a temptress, to be honest. She sounds like she's great, she's on it. It's a great name, but let's not romanticize her because on, shit goes down. Okay. Go on, Kate, Kate. was born. I'm on, I'm Team Kate now. <laughs> it does not take a lot to get the victim on the side. <laughs> you just like the victim a second ago. <laughs> you know, you she's can be on both sides. Yeah. But you know, if she, if she was if she was a dick to the domestics, then I mean, yeah, that is you, you kind of deserve it a little bit, don't you? Mm. Yeah, You've got to be so, nice to to people in customer service. That's true. <laughs> I've been there, friend. If they just had that term in the Victorian era. Customer service. This is a customer service issue. It was just service. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> Kate. Kate was born during the Irish potato famine. Yeah. <gasps> otherwise known as the Great Ooh. Hunger. Um, I mean, my God. Because lots no of people idea. left Ireland. Yeah, because that's when they went to America. And yeah. Stuff. That's it. Two because million. There, was, there was nothing to eat and it was stay and die or leave and possibly right. die. So that was one eighth yeah. of the population. Two million people emigrated to the UK, the US. Mm. Right. And brought down the mood, didn't I? Yeah. You want to kill a room? Potato no, famine. but it's a serious issue because British people don't know our own history and how we killed the Irish. Yeah. Well, this is what In I never many knew ways. that there was just this complete laissez-faire. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. British people don't understand why the Irish hate Cromwell. Mm. But- like me, for example. <laughs> You're like, who's Cromwell? Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Cromwell. I think I know who he is. Guys, yeah. isn't it funny how I pretend not to know anything? <laughs> we know that's your role. It's just a persona. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Right, the spitting on guests or pretending so, not to know anything. <laughs> this did tickle me a little bit. Kate was described as strong and tall at five foot five. Go on, Kate. <laughs> wow. Love that Victorian yeah. era. Oh, That's that was tall. Strapping oh lots in the strong in and tall. The 19th oh, man, century. I would have been a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been in the circus. You really, you really would have been. Oh my At God. least I'd have had work. Yeah, regular work. Wow, Ripley's Wilkins. That's yeah. amazing. So she did have a freckled complexion and prominent teeth. So she may have been ginger with the freckles. I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm seeing a lot of myself in Kate now. <laughs> Wait to hear what she did. Kate was convicted of larceny at just 15. Go on, girl. And eventually racked up 36 counts of larceny after emigrating to Liverpool and then London. Fun fact, the term larceny was eventually dropped so that the crime of unlawfully taking property could be broken up into specific categories. Yeah. Any guesses what any of those specific categories theft. are? Yeah, Curry, I thought larceny was theft. Yes. Um, is that it? That can't be it. There are um, more. So theft, burglary, what was the other one you said? Uh, robbery. Robbery? Yep. So, I mean... Um, You've gotten three of them. Go Bolton. So burglary is you're taking property from somebody else's property without robbery you're taking it from them Ah. i think theft is taking property from uh, a business premises (gasps) they are it's all slightly different i did not know that there's armed robbery obviously which is like enhanced with weapons from a person Mm. 
Yes, from yeah, so personal. What if you have armed robbery in a bank? That's still that's theft from a corporate. But you are threatening those people. So that it's, yeah, it's what does it come under? Theft? No. Armed robbery. Armed robbery. Because yeah. you, you are menacing people to extract and if you property. Okay. Breaking and entering would be, is would also be burglary. So you could be under both yeah. umbrellas. There's also fraud, oh, shoplifting, yeah. looting, embezzlement. Nice. Or what I call a Thursday. Hey. <laughs> so we don't know which of those. Well, larceny was just a because it was the blanket yeah. term. Right. But we're guessing huh. she probably worked as a domestic servant and took personal a bit property. of silverware. So she spent eighteen months in prison. She was convicted of larceny almost immediately upon her release, and then she's in prison for another year. Oh, and then Julia's right. friend says, "Hey, I know a great domestic servant. She's super reliable. Her name's Kate." Okay, so this friend is like not a good friend. <laughs> well, well, she know, probably was a neighbor because they were like, "Oh, she's really eccentric." <laughs> so like yeah. yeah they're both twats let's it's, set them up yeah life before crb checks too so <laughs> but julia references like but she had a reference from this friend what a dick oh yes okay yeah it's the best oh. word of mouth julia hires kate immediately apparently doesn't ask anything about her past i mean bearing in mind that she's had trouble holding on to other servants but their relationship quickly deteriorates Kate later testifies that Julia would do things to irritate her, for instance, asking her to clean all the rooms, and then she would go over each one individually and criticize her work. She, she was asking for murder, let's okay. be honest. I mean, I mean Julia <laughs> is bored. Like, she needs some hobbies. She does. Why is she just criticizing people? Why was people? she disappearing to for months at a time if, if she was literally just yes. hanging out? She was micromanaging. Yeah. No, that is a crime. What's her deal? No, we're talking criminal behaviour. <laughs> that should be on the statute books. Micromanaging. <laughs> to a fault. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
So Julia would persuade her friends to allow Kate to stay with them because she annoyed her so much. Um, And she also did not like to be alone with her. So she was good enough to clean the rooms, but then she would like pawn her off to other people. I guess she'd annoyed that many people. This was her last... Last person she could have clean. Although I should have to clean herself. Good lord! <laughs> How much mess is she making? She lives on her own. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I find like so. My boyfriend went away for the last couple of days, and I have just oh my god, the flat <laughs> literally. Oh, it looks like somebody's died in there. It's horrible. And it's like I just think, why would I? Because I have a very low threshold, like or a high threshold, I guess, for like mess. And I'm just like, hey, it's great. I'm creative. I'm a lot of fun. Let's go and then the minute, like, I re- <laughs> it's true though. Like, I thought, like, I remember my friend saying, like, "Oh, can I pop around and give you a gift?" And I was like, "Well, this is not a gift because I literally have to." You know, when you see your flat for the first time, when you realise someone's coming around, yes, it's and a different place altogether. Yeah, exactly, and you're like, Holy "I can cope shit. with this." No. Oh my god, it's like the first time you get glasses and you're like, "There are leaves on the trees." Yes, <laughs> it's like I have four bras and four rooms, and there's one bra in each. Like, it's... yeah. So I mean, if you live in your own i think oh, the God. place would be a shit show <laughs> <laughs> which is why i will never leave my boyfriend i love him very much <laughs> it's very domesticated oh, yeah, exactly. he's really good at tidying bras away oh mate oh <laughs> assigning them to the correct rooms at least what a what a guy the correct drawer what a, what a guy cheers to him cheers to him cheers. 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 yeah thanks for keeping and should you ever get married, please give that as your speech. Like, just down and be like, there's just I one just sp- play this bit. Yeah. <laughs> there's just one speech, and it's from me. Now, Julia's last journal entry is used as significant evidence against Kate. What do you think <gasps> it was? Well, wow, she just bashed me over the head with a frying pan. I don't feel very well. I'm going for yeah. a lie down. Or like, I think she's trying to kill me. Okay. This woman will, will be the end of me. I don't trust her. I'm trying to think her. Victorian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah a bit of like, yeah. She's got too many trousers. <laughs> Excuse my friend. Oh, no, I saw a leg. <laughs> Did she write the diary entry in blood? <laughs> was, it, bit... was it just a smear yeah. on a wall? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh. A bloody handprint. <laughs> there was Sign. Actually, my favourite bit in The Simpsons ever is when Sideshow Bob is writing in his diary yes. about in blood about Bart's in yeah. And someone just says, use a pen, Sideshow Bob. And here's my favourite line from The Simpsons. And I feel like she might have been writing in blood. Well, I don't know that for sure. <laughs> but it read, give Catherine warning to leave. So oh, she had fired she'd her. Fired her. She'd given yes. a notice. Oh. Never fire Kate Webster. Kate persuades Julia to allow her to stay for an extra three days. Well, Julia Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've, I've heard this story before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they never. They don't. They they're not there. They're gonna get the feet under the table. Yeah, just just give me another week. Yeah, I'll be I'll be out your hair then. You don't even know which bras go in which rooms. <laughs> This is the kitchen bra. <laughs> Why on earth is it in the bathroom? She's <laughs> off. Brilliant. <laughs> you don't even know it's frost. <laughs> oh, I definitely have a There's kitchen bra. to this. <laughs> designated living room bra. 
Is it just that you take off a bra when you just have had enough of it? Literally, but genuinely, it just that's gets it. Discarded. That's it. You know, like sometimes I'm fair in the, enough. I'm in the hallway where I live, like before we've got into our flat, and I'm taking the bra off. And Toby's like, wait until we get into the fucking house. And I'm like, no, mate, this is coming off. And then you know when you get home and you're halfway through a movie and you're like, I'm still wearing my fucking bra. What are you doing? How have you managed that? I know. So that is the, li- the living room bra. And then sometimes yeah. I'm cooking and I'm like, yes. What the fuck is this? And it gets hot, so you're tits expand exactly. and you have to take it off also what's that yes. you get something out of the oven padded yeah. bra thanks very much I've, I've found that I cook better when I keep my sports bra on oh. so I come back from the gym like my because my sports bra is mighty it has to be there's a lot to kind of keep flat and supported and unmoving and it's got a zip up the front and it's industrial Whoa. oh my god that to take off must be fucking boring. oh wow it's Oh yes. yeah! To take it off is amazing. <laughs> if it starts to slide it unzip while you're in the gym, you have to. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hand up, hand up top. Oh, that was that was nearly someone's eye out. Probably mine. I don't need that to happen in public. I can. That would I'm be sorry, an I absolute it disaster. Hottest woman on ATV. <laughs> Let's carry on. Uh, again, felt... Holly Willoughby does not talk about her sports bra she in doesn't... this way. Really? No. She's... <laughs> well, she should. She should. <laughs> Get Holly on. Ask her questions about her underwear. Okay. <laughs> Julia Thomas is last seen at church. Where she oh. tells everyone that they've been quarrelling. Oh, she's one of those people oh, at church. Oh, stars, she stars waits around to hang around outside. afterwards yeah. to chat to everyone. Oh, yeah. I don't mean to put Julia down. But Julia tells them that they've been quarreling and that Kate had thrown into a passionate rage at being fired. Probably in full safety that Kate didn't go to that church. Oh. Because Julia, Julia's definitely CB. 100%. Mm. <laughs> Kate is down the road at the scruffy little Catholic chapel. Yeah. Right. She, she can't defend herself. Oh my God, you're so definitely mm. right. I, I sort of feel like we should have Jenny in the corner of the room for every recording. It's <laughs> like, Jenny, how likely is this? Yeah. <laughs> so Julia returns home from church. A neighbor later testifies that they heard a single thud like that of a chair falling. What do you think happened? A chair fell. <laughs> what, did she take her bra off? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that would be two thuds. <laughs> My, my bra is probably like a feather. I like, I, yeah, it's not big enough. It's a real shame. <laughs> I would, oh god, the idea of having a bra that would make a thud when you took it off. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Single thud. I'm going back to frying pan head. Frying pan on the head. Very good. Yes, Ooh. I like that. To quote Kate Webster's own testimony. Oh. Now I wrote in parentheses, do a bad Irish accent, but I just feel like. <laughs> You're Maybe that's not necessary. So yeah. Do you think I would? No. But I mean, I'm a little bit Irish. Glenn, come on, am I right? I'm a little bit Irish. <clears throat> I can't do it. Not Irish enough. How to do Irish my are you? Irish I'm a little bit Irish. How Irish I'm are you? Pretty, pretty Irish. Can you get the passport? Back. I could get a passport. <laughs> I, 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 I play for the Irish national quiz team, so I'm Ooh, that Irish. Oh, you're properly Irish. Yeah. Well, to quote. Kate Webster's own testimony. Accent. 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 Go on, son. You've got this. 
Mrs. Thomas came in and went upstairs. I went up after her and we had an argument which ripened into a quarrel. And in the height of my anger and rage, I threw her from the top of the stairs to the ground floor. (gasps) Kate! I oh, mean, I thought you were gasping at the accent. Uh, it was actually yeah. wow. ah, the, There's a crime in there. I remember? will stop. Well, there is, yeah. I'll <laughs> stop the accent. Nice. She had a heavy fall, and I became agitated at what had occurred, lost all control of myself. What does Kate do with the body? Where is it? No, okay. in the cellar. Is there a cellar? <laughs> There is not a cellar oh, to right. berries, berries are them. But the thing is, we know their skull doesn't get found until David Attenborough Oh, that's got to be... Is there a well on the property or something? Oh. It's going deep, isn't it? It's wait, deep so underground. Yeah. We knew that it was a sensational case at the time that mm-hmm. she'd been killed, but her skull hasn't turned up. So did the rest of her skeleton get found? Did she chop off her head? Did she do, like chop off her head and her ding, hands ding, ding. to stop her from being Quiz identified master. kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. No one will know who this body is if I just chop off its head. Yes. She oh, wow. It. That was her plan. Ah, right, to get, but, yeah, to get rid of the body. Identification. Exactly. So and she does something else to prevent identification witnesses. Uh-oh. Did she boil the body or something <gasps> ding, like that? Ding, ding, ding. Oh! Oh, I, I, maybe I'm reincarnated Kate Webster because that's I was like that's exactly what I do I'd, 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 I'd get a big old pan vixen exactly what again I do. <laughs> that's a great sentence that's exactly what I do yeah. <laughs> in the mind of a killer if I was trying to kill the person that employed me that I was quite pissed off with I'd totally boil them I'm in genuinely, Victorian times I mean yeah. I didn't have access to the strong yeah. chemicals that I might have these days there, there was no HR <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, she dismembers it and boils the body to prevent identification. And that would be some great stock for soup. Oh, oh my man. god, Whoa. do you know this case? What? What? Well, no! Kate Webster is No! I mean, Uh-oh. sit tight, it's no. just rumour, but let's no. get to the facts first no. before but it we would get be to the I want to hear the rumour too, though. Well, the neighbours described an unpleasant smell, but wrote it <laughs> because it was laundry day. Oh, well, yeah, they, they use like lion stuff and laundry day, didn't they? It's a, a clean fabric, like, seriously. So the stuff would stink because they were getting fat out of things by using lye. Line? Mm, what's, lye? Lye. Yeah. What's lye? It's a, a chemical that will it burns, it reacts with fat, and it'll. Oh, so like know. it's like serious. It's no, really I, I would not recommend consuming it because so it will it kill you. So it smells bad when they're doing it, but then the yeah. laundry smells nice after. Yeah. So Kate attempts to put all of the remains into a wooden box, but the skull and one of the feet don't fit into this particular box. It's just it's like not... me packing for a holiday. It's not smash smash it up. Yeah. Get a hammer, friend. Yeah, come on, this way's round. That'll this. go to powder. Come on, Kate. Come, yeah, think outside the box, inside the box. <laughs> go, yeah, smash it. Maybe, maybe she just thought it was undignified to smash the bits up, which is kind of weird when you've mm. killed somebody. And you want to keep the bits intact out of some slight respect. <laughs> yeah, you've chopped <laughs> most Smash of it them. all. You know what she didn't have was Tetris. <laughs> yeah, on her game board. Those awesome they skills. didn't know how to fit shit. No. Like, I know how to pack because of Tetris. <laughs> Sorry to bring up a hard memory. Back to the brutal murder. Yeah. <laughs> the remains she can fit in the box are put into a bag. The foot is thrown onto a rubbish heat in Twickenham. <laughs> and the skull. <laughs> 
<laughs> can I can I say she lives in Richmond? That's right near a massive fuck off river. Put the yeah, bones she's not even trying to get rid in of the box stuff. with something heavy. Well, drop it in the river. Hold that fast. Oh, the oh. skull is buried near the hole in the wall pub where it's discovered 131 years later. Just a couple years older than David Edinburgh. Oh, but she's still he got is a national treasure, madam. Exactly, you have to be that old to be a national treasure. But she's still got the body and the box in the bag. It's a the morbid the the Russian bag. doll. Yeah. What does Kate do next? I believe you've just Does brought she it up the river and and try and I sink it to the bottom. I can't if she's proud of this or mm-hmm. doesn't know how best to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. She, can't, she panicked though. She, I mean, she said that she panicked. panicked. She chucked it down the stairs and then was like, "Ah, shut up, <laughs> dead." Um, but that's an excellent but then, question. But then, yeah, but then that takes some kind of really cold thought to go, mm. how do, right, get rid of the flesh by boiling it. Yeah. Mm. I'll give you a hint about what she does next. And yes, it does involve the river, but she also borrows some clothes. I think with her clothes, I've got to feeling she pretends to be her. Because <gasps> if it's yes! 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 Oh, yes! yes! We've had some other fraud cases. I would not have guessed that. That's awesome. Uh, Does she go to the bank and like withdraw all her money? (gasps) Because that would be an amazing trick. Oh my God, of course. Not quite, but you're thinking along the right lines. Kate wears, she wears Julia Thomas's dresses and goes to visit some old neighbours that she hasn't seen. (laughs) She shows some bull, she shows some leg. (laughs) She hasn't seen these neighbours in six years and she introduces herself as Mrs. Thomas. She invites them to a pub and along the way disposes of the box in the river. Why would she There's no need for that. of witnesses? <laughs> it's very bizarre. What is wrong with her? She well, wants to get caught. She's so confused. The box washes ashore the next day and around the same time a human ankle is discovered in Twickenham. Okay. And reported to the police. Kate, your heart wasn't in it. (laughs) (laughs) You should have weighed that box down, friend. Wood floats, right? It's a wooden box. What's wrong with her? Yeah. Just a bit of ballast in there. Just stick some pebbles in. Sinks to the bottom. Never would have been found. She was literally Mm. testing to see what would happen. Now, the police can't identify the body... Um, and this is so indicative of the time, but somebody examines the bones that they do have and incorrectly speculates it's a woman with dark hair. <laughs> wow. How do you get that from bones? <laughs> like, it's a dark-haired woman. I spare the flaxen women from this crime. It would have been delicate. <laughs> so weird. God. The remains are buried, but there are no leads at this point. Um, what does Kate do now? Does she flee? Or like, What does she do? I and mean, she's the, there's no one living in that house. She may as well just hang out a bit. And did the neighbours were the neighbours convinced? Did she continue it, cleaning? Did she pull it off? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. She's a bit eccentric. She'll, she's she'll, changed her entire face. <laughs> but, I know. She's only there. She'll go. The time. She'll go in in one outfit, clean up, and then go out pegging out some washing dressed as Mrs. Yeah. What's it? Jenny, you are good yeah. at getting into oh the. Sh- I know. I'm too good at getting into the mind of a killer. It's I mean, this crazy. is becoming Seriously, apparent. Seriously, this Whoa. is amazing. But that, 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 that bit, you'd want to sort of work out the alibi thing. Yeah. By extending yeah. The, the, Nothing wrong here. the period of time that mm-hmm. the victim might, uh, might or might not have been mm. alive. So if you can sort of fool your yeah, neighbours. Yeah, you can fudge the timeline. Yeah, by looking sort of like them and then just being seen yeah. in the garden a little bit you and then going back inside. Off. I think, oh, what the hell? 
Well, she was absolutely fine last week. She can't have been dead last they month. They can't investigate that then. Don't fuck with the Bolton Brainiac. <laughs> oh my god, that is awesome though. She continues to dress as and pose as Mrs. Thomas. Because she sells Mrs. Thomas's things. So she's trying yeah. to make a profit before she flees. Wow. Um, so that finally raises suspicion with the neighbors, who obviously oh. are not very good friends I with mean, Julia. They hated Julia, these neighbors. She's eccentric. Yeah. yeah. Pain in the ass is what it's like. Unmarried woman who leaves. Ugh. <laughs> so when some men come to collect the furniture that Kate has sold on a neighbor inquires and says wait who's arranged this and the man points to Kate Webster and says Mrs. Thomas oh uh oh busted she finally flees back to Ireland in what I assume yeah. is a very slow motion chase. <laughs> a six week ship. Yeah. <laughs> the police are called and they discover blood marks, bone fragments in the fireplace, fat remnants behind That's the stove. That's a terrible stove. cleaner. No wonder she got yeah. fired. I mean, that- <laughs> if honestly. only Julia had been there to check her work. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder she got fired, honestly. That's, yeah. At least that bit's explained. (laughs) (laughs) So rumors go wild, including people claiming that Kate had offered them Julia's rendered fat as drippings (gasps) to the local children. I wanted the rumors. I wanted the rumors and now I've got them. I'm disgusted. (laughs) But that's amazing. (laughs) And I mean, we can only speculate. But She's been nice. She was, you know, trying to help those poor little kids who were probably. Yeah. It's yeah, generally accepted as legend. Yeah, I mean, it's the poor house or the human drippings. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like these the people. Basic choice for Victorian orphans. <laughs> it's, it's just, poor it's house so or human bad, dripping. Though, Please, right? sir. I want some. <laughs> nah, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I want death, please. <laughs> these people can't even say trousers. I mean, they're looking for excitement. <laughs> I mean, it's mad, isn't it? Everyone's human dying. Fat, human fat. Human fat. Woo. Yeah. So a wanted notice is issued, and they work in conjunction with the Irish authorities, who of course know Kate because of all of her counts of larceny. Oh, she has previous. She's going yeah, down. She's, she's yeah. Well Don't steal and murder, guys. Pick one or the flyer. other. She's a frequent liar. <laughs> oh, dear. So they arrest her at her uncle's farm with a son who she had fled with and who I had no information oh. about until the end of the story. How old is the son? Do we know? Didn't say, just said she's there with the son. So I think the Telegraph would agree. She's not just a brutal murderer. She's kind of a shitty mother as well. Okay, so the case causes a sensation in the UK and Ireland. People start flocking to view the cottage where the murder occurred. Yeah. Even the King of Sweden comes to watch. Oh my God. <laughs> the trial. Sweden. You know you made it when the King Sweden's Sweden, to get work. your shit together. Why are you coming no. to a murder cottage? Yeah. So it's just a circus of its time. Now, does Kate plead guilty or not guilty? Not guilty on reason of diminished uh, the oh, it's poverty. an accident. It's an accident. It was. It was mm. an accident, and she boiled her by just. It was. It was. <laughs> she was making soup, and she got she confused. She fell in the cauldron. <laughs> and- I, yeah. I reckon she yeah. would say that she's just cosplaying. <laughs> <laughs> no, she pleads. She does plead not guilty. She 
First, she tries to implicate the people that she'd invited to the pub that day. Oh, that's why she did it. She had thought it through fully. Yeah, what a shitty, like... That was a disordered mind that did that. Yeah. Mm. That wasn't like, oh, brilliant, I can blame them. It was Mm. like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'll just get rid of a box in front of some strangers and try and pretend I haven't seen them in six years. <laughs> that is not a good A, a game. Like, that's yeah, my A game six years, which is why I look so different. <laughs> like, <laughs> they've got an alibi and a huge number of witnesses testify oh. against her. Oh, um, well, well, really prejudiced this is, against this the is Irish. classist, this. Kate this Webster is, is sentenced to death. And she eventually <gasps> confesses. Wow. But she first blames the father of her son, which I just mentioned, like last ditch effort. Like, it's this her son. So this is like the room. Oh. Who are you? Why have we only just heard of you now? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like that. Um, so she says he took part in the murder, but then she recants and admits that she had acted alone. Um okay. Nothing like the pressure of death to bring the truth out. Who is this guy that she's just accused of murder for no, like, that we've just heard of? Well, if he's abandoned her, though, I'm assuming he's left her to it. Is it, so is he Irish? For the son, he came and she's, with her? I don't know. We don't know how old the son is, so he could have been but born she's in tall, Ireland. Or she's got freckles, she's got prominent teeth. You draw your own conclusions. My, con- my conclusions <laughs> are... Like, <laughs> so... She tries to get out of the execution, and this has become such a recurrent theme on this podcast. How does she try to get out of execution? Uh, pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is she pregnant? Not what? enough. This is how she's not ready. enough. Oh my god, you are so clever, you Bolton brainiac. Because I've learned just on this case now. See, we do this so we can learn. Because I've wondered, like, how do they check if a woman is pregnant back then? Without pee sticks. Exactly. And it was known as being quick with child. So it was only at the point where the you baby was see. kicking, which oh. is so far oh. along. So Wait, far along. Did they not have people who, exactly. like, uh, smelled and tasted the pee? to Because they've always used piss as, like, a pregnancy test, haven't they? Because there's... It's got a different pH or something, so people yeah. can tell. I, ser- I certainly did that while I was a teenager. Just, <laughs> um, wait, am I pregnant? No. <laughs> That's. See, now I have so much to Google. We're just going to yeah, keep that's growing. That's a really good one. Mean, uh, that the, we only grow when we recently know. Recently, I was in I, I was in a, in a cubicle at work. There was one other cubicle in the studio, and someone came in to pee next to me. I was like, "This person's pregnant," and I smelled it. Oh! I smelled it, and I came out, and it was our floor manager who was heavily pregnant. Shut but up! It smelled like sweet. It smelled like maple syrup, like really sweet. Whoa! I was like, that piss doesn't smell normal. Oh yeah. my god! But, so yeah, there's, there's definitely so a, a, an aroma to it. Victoria. Oh my god! You I could be like before and, and not the Bolton what it birth was. controller. You could be. <laughs> oh, you're like a marvel. Will you come to the toilet with right. me? Right. <laughs> what became of Kate Webster? How does the story end? Dead. Hanged. Oh. Hanged by the neck until she was dead. Kate was hanged at Wandsworth Prison using a new and improved long drop technique that caused an instant death. So there's that. Um, the case continued to be a huge scandal after the hanging with books written and a wax statue made of her within weeks. 
of her arrest. She wasn't even found guilty, and they made a wax figure of her at Madame Tussauds. Conclusion. She was Was definitely going down if they bothered to make a a wax statue. Well, I know from another case, because she sat alongside other infamous criminals like Burke and Hare and Dr. Crippen, and we know there was a fire at Madame Tussauds, so I guess it would have melted. So I don't know. She must have reports, though. must be able to tell what she... The most important question, was she ginger? She had freckles, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm calling it for the ginger like, race. You find out that you're on trial for murder, blah, blah, Cage lawyer. Hey, how might, like, what's it looking like? Well, they're making a waxwork of you, so probably you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, give us that. It's not a good sign, is yeah, it? Yeah, right? You're going to be infamous for centuries. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I would settle for that. <laughs> You know, yeah. just make a waxwork of me, people. <laughs> just make a waxwork of I Taylor Glenn. I wouldn't want to look that shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I have, I have very it's sort of mattifying you all the time. Yeah, it's exactly. Like whenever I see a waxwork, lovely matte skin. Yeah, yeah, I've never been a shiny person. You're not shiny. And I think if I was in a waxwork, I, I, I don't think it would really shaft my beautiful matte skin. <laughs> Which is why she, I, what she wants to be known for. Yeah. Oh my god! Generations. I'll never kill again. Your waxwork <laughs> figure would be you, like mid throwing off a bra in the hallway, <laughs> like hitting, so, hitting no, when you your boyfriend in the face. Bras going. <laughs> Which room is this for? <laughs> sort of, definitely one I want to be remembered for. That would be a much more cool version of Cluedo actually <laughs> it was Hannah George in the living room with less the brown murdery one. yeah but which yeah it was the front clasp <laughs> Professor Grope in the front room with the front clasp how do you know what I call my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> yes we got snort so is this carte blanche to call him Professor Group. I mean, please do. <laughs> Should we do it before the episode's out, though? Just be like, what's up, Professor Group? He doesn't listen to the shit. It's <laughs> Safety. Yeah. If you ever see him around, that would be amazing. Hey, Toby, he's good start. at tidying bras and groping. <laughs> the twice. longer he doesn't know about it, the funnier it is. So. so mm. Going back to Jenny's. <laughs> I'm having so much case. fun. <laughs> okay. So one of the most disturbing aspects of this case to the people of the Victorian times. She wore trousers. Of course. <laughs> yes. Well, in a sense. Oh. Yes. It was the possibility that somebody meant to be subservient and obedient yeah. could oh, retaliate in such a brutal fashion. It's all about class. And then yeah. have the nerve to pose as an employer and get away with it for a time. Let that, that be a the, lesson. That was it, that she got away with yeah. posing. Yeah. yeah. As the boss. Yeah. That was yeah. a bigger affront. Anyway, go Ireland. I mean, no. Go on, Kateson. Okay. Yay. She nearly got away with it if it wasn't for that pesky boss. I mean, there were two victims there. There was a victim of the murder and the victim yeah. of circumstance. Yeah. I kind of feel like the vixen oh, one. Oh, the quiz. I forgot we were doing a quiz. It was close for a while and then it was just like... Yeah, I, I don't think it was so much a quiz as um, how would you commit a crime in Victorian times, which I'm kind of worried Actually, about. Actually, you were very yeah. good at yeah. I'm a bit... I'm, I've listened to far too much true crime. How would I get rid of that body? Well, clearly if I was a domestic servant, I would boil up the bones. 
Yeah, you need to. Ready you, for the are, you are on it. That's true. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'd be kind of scared if anyone pissed me off and stood at the top of stairs. <gasps> <laughs> Just, just to make listeners uh, aware. But that stay it, on the ground floor. Yeah, just bungalow. <laughs> if you've got a bungalow, feel free to slag off Jenny Ryan. Be, but be polite to Jenny Ryan. Don't yeah. get her angry. Just, yeah. What? Did you hear that, Daily Express? Don't, don't <laughs> criticise my cleaning, for one thing. <laughs> and my bras stay in the room that they're placed. <laughs> and, that, and that is the least they deserve. Drunk women solving crime. Now, it's come to the point where we will solve a listener crime. Now, I've chosen a crime that sort of solves itself, and I just thought we could comment on it, because sometimes that's the nature of crime. Like a self-solving crime. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was 21 and bumming round Italy. Okay, that felt like it was going to go a different way. This this is definitely my mum, because she was bumming round Italy when she was pregnant with me. Oh, golly. That's why for a while I, I was convinced I was born in Italy. Oh, gosh. Because she went interrailing around Italy when she was 21 and then found out she was pregnant with me. Oh, Whoa. no. So you're shitting me. Pregnant. I knew there was a reason I chose this. Oh, oh my strapping. God. You're about to meet your the year father. was 1981. <laughs> you have so many shots at a passport. <laughs> no. So my mom found out she was pregnant with me and came back and told my dad. And my dad did not believe that he was the father and was oh waiting for me to come out God. like looking super Mediterranean, which didn't help because my mum, my mum's like the dark Irish. So she's got uh, black hair, really tannable skin. She's yeah. got olive complexion. She's just, and, and I came out and I was ginger as hell, looking just like my dad. <laughs> I love yeah. the fact that your dad was like, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. She had a little bit of a romance with a guy who was training to be a clown oh, in mate, France. So it was a bit of mum. <laughs> wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, This is real Mamma Mia. <laughs> Except there is zero doubt because this hairline belongs to one person, one person only, and that is my father. Oh, this is, I, it's I not, envy it's not, your hairline. It's, it's not a forehead, it's a two head. Because <laughs> basically, my eyebrows and my hair join up. I'm inside. so jealous. There is no, there is no male pattern baldness from the front in my family. Oh, but look, either side. see, I'm Jack Nicholson, so I would love that. <laughs> Oh, you've got the four widows' peak. That's nice. Oh, I've got two cowlicks. It's impossible. That's a really nice way of saying like Eddie from the Monsters. (laughs) But thanks. Okay. Wow, we're about to meet your dad. (laughs) I had run out of money, so I wasn't able to get a hostel bed. I went to sleep on the beach. This is amazing. No, I went to sleep on a park bench in Bologna. This no, this happened to my mum when I woke up in the morning. A I was beautiful. <laughs> a beautiful Italian boy offered me a spliff. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was the start. Hi, <laughs> <Hey>, Mum. <laughs> this checks out. I thought it was the start of something beautiful, but after an hour of chatting, he left abruptly. He'd stolen my wallet oh. containing oh, well, just so 10 lira. 10 uh, So he stole 10 lira? That's like a quid, right? Yeah. Yeah, but so she's had 10 liras worth of dope, right? 
actually yeah he's come out of that exchange yeah he thought he'd do better than he did (laughs) with that stealing which is the which is the same that can be said for jenny's dad so (laughs) no i'm joking you're a a credit to him And it was his kid, so he's won the lottery. Oh yeah, no, sure, sure. Oh, he really has won the lottery with me. I put, I put up with him. <laughs> Ironically enough, he now lives in Italy. Really? Yeah. yeah. God, I, I would give anything to be stoned in Italy right now. I'm just throwing that out there. That sounds amazing. If we've drunk any- women on top. Oh my god. On oh. Do we have any listeners in Italy or Amsterdam? That'd be easier to get the. Yeah. Two, all two of you. We're really into the, the listen. I want to. Go we to can them. talk about Amsterdam. I guess we solved we the crime. Them. It's Jenny's dad. <laughs> Jenny, Probably. is there anything you'd like it, to... It wouldn't uh, surprise me if he was grifting his way around uh, <laughs> northern Italy. <laughs> Jenny Ryan, a.k.a. the Vixen, <laughs> a.k.a. Bolton Brainiac. Is there anything you'd like to plug? I've already forgotten your nickname. Bolton Brainiac. The Bolton Brainiac. Yes. I added a the that didn't need to be there. Um, I would like to plug my podcast. Yay! Which is the wonderful Fingers on Butt... I can't, fingers on buttons <laughs> I can't really. my podcast is uh, it's fingers on buzzers which I present with the delightful Lucy Porter oh, who you are very well acquainted with we know we know you know you know her is she I good at solving crime though I, sp- I spat my drink on her it was an accident she likes that I, do you know what I got that vibe yeah okay she'll Let's accept go. it <laughs> Um, we're about to make some new episodes. It's very exciting. It's all about quizzing, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's very niche, but it's also very not niche. So quizzing, you think, is a really niche hobby, and then everyone's got something to add to it. Yeah. So everyone watches right. the shows or goes Ooh. down the pub quiz. Yeah, yeah. They might, you know, the yeah, granddad totally. plays in the quiz league, and they get the questions when they come back from quiz league, and it's it's uh, no, it's yeah. awesome. It's it's a hobby that unites the nation, Very and we nice. talk about all the things to do with it. Love awesome. it. Let's have it. Nice. That sounds awesome. Fun fact: Whenever I go to say Bradley Walsh, I accidentally say Bradley Cooper. And I would just like to imagine a world where that was that. <laughs> as, as my uh, stepdad says um, about Bradley Walsh, he looks taller when he's off his bike. Is he confused him with Bradley Wiggins? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank drunk you. women. Jenny Bass. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.